You know, you do the intro. No, no, you're so good at it. I'm not good at it. I want you to do it. No, you please. Why do please. I? Why do I have to do it every time? I think I had a little too much coffee. <laughs> no, come on, just give it a shot. Really? Yeah, come on. No, come you on. you are so good. You're you know, so good. You're so good. I was listening to some show earlier. It was and it had the hokiest intro. It was like oh, uh, it, it, it was. Would, it would almost be like if I. If I said, welcome to <laughs> Meow Meow Radio, simple reminders with Jenny and Bryant. You know, a personal development program to help listeners achieve abundance and joy in life. Vomit. And it had the music going. They called <laughs> No, but I think there was a few more ads in there. Yeah, but it, it, do you notice that a lot of radio shows start that way? Yeah. Anyway, I guess I'll kind of do an intro. Hello, everybody. Welcome <laughs> to Meow Meow Radio. Welcome to Simple Reminders with Jenny and Bryant. Hey, Bryant. <laughs> no, uh, it's so formal, the way they put those shows together. And we're so not. And we're so not. I think that it's, um, there's a phoniness to it. Doesn't it, don't, don't a lot of those intros sound phony? Yeah. It's like too many plugs about how great they are. They actually call that in the radio business, puking. Why would they call it that? Just whenever people are doing the... Order now, 1-800-555-1212. That number again is 1-800-555-1212. You know, that's, they call that puking. It's lovely. How apropos. But you're really kind of good at it. Ooh, I don't want to be good at it. I feel like I need to de-louse. Oh, my gosh. So, um, This is your not-so-radio radio show. Yeah, we don't want to be a radio show. I think a lot of people aspire to have a radio show, and we don't want one. We want a <laughs> hang out with Jenny, yeah. hang out with Bryant. Let's have fun. Right. You know, something a little informal. Whenever we want. Whenever we want with awkward pauses. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Oh, my gosh. You know, awkward pauses. Welcome to our world. <laughs> awkward pauses are very important. They are. We use those to teach you people. You coach people about that all the time. I co- we coach with yes. and about. Yes. Okay. Those empty yeah. spaces are revealing, aren't they? They are. And we can talk about that later, I guess. You know, um, I'd like to thank everybody out there at Simple Reminders. We've been going gangbusters lately, and we're really overjoyed with the spectacular success that we've been having lately thanks to you and this wonderful community that we are building this amazing friendships that we're building out there i mean it's you know all of our materials are it's crazy we're reaching over 10 million people a month i know it's like 3.7 million a week and that's just in one outlet you know we we have several outlets so that's just one it's I mean, conservatively, <laughs> we're being conservative. It's probably 20 to 30 million people a week, but we're trying to, like, underplay it. <laughs> so I don't get too stressed because I am a people pleaser. Yeah. and you I don't want to let anyone down anywhere. Jenny never wants to let anyone down, and she is so sweet. <laughs> she just always wants, she wants to do a good job, and so do I. We want to do a, a good job. And um, I mean, we have so many people write on the pages. I mean, the sweetest <sighs> messages. And the saddest messages. The sweet and sad. And, and but people are so grateful to get the messages and thank us all the time. So yeah, we're, and you doing, know, we're doing our best. And we'd like to do some shout outs, for example, to some pages that we've been having fun with, like Waves of Gratitude. I know, so who, sweet. Who recently posted some of my materials. So we're sending you Waves, Waves of, of Gratitude. gratitude. 
And also, of course, Sue over at Soul Speaking. Aww. You are always so sweet to us, and we're very grateful. Hey, and we're excited to see your posts. Always, always. And, and then there's share. Circles of Inspiration. Uh, uh, Anna. Uh-huh. And then there's Journey of Faith, of course, Birdie. And our good friend Michael Barada and Jennifer Paslov. And uh, shout out also to Michael Newcomb of uh, Breakthrough Life Coaching. We've noticed you. And we, we see your posts, <laughs> we, your friendly messages that you're always leaving. I have something here. Let's see. He sent a message to me <clears throat> the other day. It said... Uh, what did he say? Well, he, it's, it's a long letter, but he right. said, uh, The thought occurs to me, it is amazing how much positive energy and power is generated by one person, even <laughs> two of us here, <laughs> um, when they simply live their purpose in life. So many people never identify that. Or, for one reason or another... Never act on it. You do act on it and live your purpose. I'm tremendously moved with each new image and writing you and your partner share. Isn't that oh, sweet? Oh, that is so sweet. And you know what's amazing? I missed that one. I don't know, but you know, um, Michael, we love your practice, your coaching practice. Michael's a therapist, psychologist, and he has a wonderful blog. He has a wonderful blog, and we're actually putting together a resource on my site in the future. I'm uh, Bryant McGill of um, recommended therapists. Because a lot of times people don't need my coaching service. They need a therapist. and um, But there are a lot of bad therapists out there, quite frankly. Um, unconscious therapists. And uh, so there, though that's my opinion. My opinion is there's a certain flavor of therapists, typically CBT therapists, you know, not much into psychiatry. I definitely like the uh, therapists, CBT therapy. And... Um, I can kind of identify what it is. I'm going to put together a list of recommended resources. And we love all the recovery groups. Yes. There are so many recovery groups that we're dealing with. I know the Sisters of Sobriety. Hey, we love you, Sisters Sir, of Sobriety. I think Serenity Sisters of Sobriety. Yeah, you guys, you guys are amazing. Like that. And, and, but and, there's a lot of, you know. Um, and it's really needed. Yes. It's really needed. And Jenny's always reminding me about the reality of the world, which I am not <laughs> always in tune with. And um, that reality involves that there, <sighs> there is a lot of chemical addiction. Right. And these addictions are at the epicenter of so much abuse, child abuse, spousal abuse, uh, and just total misery. And so many people have addiction problems that do not classify themselves as addicts. Right. It, it's... it's uh, it's an epidemic. Right. And it's very and it's, sad. I know. And the sad part is, is as long as you are an addict, you're hiding. And you just can't heal if you're hiding. And we, you know, as a, as a life coach, I deal with people who have addiction problems on a regular basis, especially in Hollywood. And um, so it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a real... It's a different person. It's a different person, you know. You're not even dealing with the same person at all. I mean, it's exactly what it is. It's a whenever you're you're dealing with the chemicals, and it's such a added complexity. It really, it really does add um, a, a lot of complexity to being able to solve the puzzle of yourself. Right. So either way, um, we hope that through the page that anyone that needs certain help from different groups that we're sharing those, all of those different. Uh, pages so that you can find help for whatever you need. Yes. And, you know, I've never had an addiction problem, but I am a big fan of sobriety. Um, 
just because I don't, I don't really drink. Uh, to be honest with you, I wish I did. I wish I smoked weed too. I wish I, you know, I, I have tons of friends who smoke weed. Almost all my friends smoke <laughs> marijuana and, um, I, I just can't do it. It just doesn't work for me and it doesn't work for Jenny either. Um, caffeine works for you. Yeah, caffeine <laughs> works kind of, but, um, you know, uh, and also I don't like the taste of alcohol. I like the, I like the, um, the relaxation effect of alcohol. Yeah, that's what most people like, Brian. <laughs> but I can't, <laughs> but I can't stand the flavor, and right. I don't like what it does to your body. It dehydrates yeah. you and just mm. doesn't make me feel good. Right. Um, I actually enjoy consciousness. Right. And I enjoy who I am. Right. I, I don't like <laughs> who. That other person when you start is. To slip away. I don't know who that is, and I don't. I don't necessarily even know them, much less like them. And some of my friends, I have to tell you, when my friends drink, um, you're like, "Hey, where are you going?" Yeah, it's a different person. I know it's really hard when you're the, when you're completely sober. It's one thing if you're along on the ride with the ride drinking. Yeah, yeah. But it's another thing if you're. Watching the other people slip away into another yeah. person, and you're just, hey, come right. back. I don't think that a lot of people understand that they are no longer there. Right. You know, we know some people like that. Yes, we do. You know, so, um, well, I would also like to, first of all, congratulate, I would like to dedicate a portion of this program. To who? To, to Susay. Because, listen, I've got to tell you guys something. Everyone listen up. When I first started the radio show a long time ago, which I have had zero follow through on, <laughs> and we've been trying to get steady with this thing. And it would, I'll, I'll tell you guys something. Yeah, go we, ahead. We committed that we were going to at least do one a week. And that was Friday. four months ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, Brian wanted, you know, he, he gets excited. And yeah. so then he's like, we're going to do a show every day. Oh, I'm like, oh, no. every day. <laughs> every day I'm going to have an anxiety. <laughs> Just thinking about it. I was right. like, what about once a week? No, then we're not doing it at all. <laughs> hey, man, I really wanted to do it every day because we were getting such great feedback from people. I know, people. I know, I know. But, uh, you know, the reality is once a week. It's, once a week. He's we're shooting, accepted that. We're shooting for once a week. But so. interestingly, my radio show started with Suse Green as my co-host. And for those of you who don't know Suse, she's one of the former Supremes. And she... Uh, she she's amazing. She's amazing. She's, she traveled uh, the world for 20 years with Ray Charles and Stevie Wonder. She's written hit songs for Michael Jackson, Stevie Wonder, uh, Denise Williams. She was one of the Supremes, and uh, I guess she's a Supreme forever. And, I mean, she's got her own Hollywood star, and I didn't <laughs> think you could outdo that. But she did outdo it. I know. And the thing is, is Suse and I got, she's been, it, she's been one of the big parts of my Goodwill Treaty, and we hit it off, um, a big, I, I don't a big know, like Bryant in 2000, 2008 or something. We've just been best friend since then. She's literally an a, a, like a spiritual angel in my life. And it's really strange because she's in her 60s, black woman. Um, you know, I'm younger, white guy. And we have this magnetic, crazy energy. We just we just got on like we're soulmates or something. It's the creator energy. It's been magic from day one. And I've been so excited about what has... I've been dancing around late. Like the whole week I have been dancing around. 
and going, oh my God, I'm so happy for Susay. I'm so happy for <laughs> Susay. And um, not, it, it couldn't have happened to a better person. And that is she just shared winning an Academy Award, an Oscar for her part in 20 Feet from Stardom. I know, which, which is awesome, awesome documentary. It is an awesome documentary. You can watch it on Netflix. And she had a humble part in the in the production, but a well-deserved humble part in the production. And she uh, got and she, some she due worked. credit. Some due credit, <laughs> you know. know. It's, a, it's not just that documentary, you know. It's, it's a lifetime. lifetime. It's a lifetime. That, yeah. That, that, yeah, it's yeah. a lifetime. So Everyone in that, how awesome for them. I know. So exciting. So, Suse, we love you. And actually, we're going to have Suse on the show a lot. Uh, we did a few shows, and we were trying to kick it off the ground, Suse and I. And now that we're getting things going again, she's going to pop in as a regular contributor and give her tidbits of advice to everyone who's, and also respond to some of you guys out there on Simple Reminders who send us your questions and who who leave us uh, comments. The best way to get in touch with us is to leave a message on our call-in line. And the number is 310-564-6406. That's 310-564-6406. And you can call there and ask any questions. We get a lot of questions on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, people that have issues or something going on with their life or uh, they need help and this is a great place to call and ask a question. Or you can just leave a comment. And we yeah. may have Suse answer the question, or we may have um, Kassar answer the question, or Marlo. Or who, we have a lot of regular contributors um, who call in uh, and leave their advice for the show. Uh, so, like a Michael Barada, for example. So, I don't know what that was. Just had some crazy noise pop up on my computer. No idea. We're not going to cut it out or edit it because we're going for imperfection. What do you think? I like it. You know, it's, it's like, for example, I went into a store recently and I was buying something and it had a scratch on it. And they said, uh, do you want me to go get you one from the back that's new? And what did I say? No, that's fine. I said, no, I'll take the one with the scratch. <laughs> and he just gave you this look like you're crazy, like. What do you mean? And I and see, and, the, and here came the lesson. <laughs> and I said, because uh, it's a it's good for me to not expect perfection. Right. It's no such thing, and I don't expect perfection in people either. But how many of us have wanted that uh, perfection? What What's wrong with something with a few <laughs> scratches on it? It's gonna get scratches anyway. That's right. That's right. So so we received a uh, very amazing message from Sweden. <laughs> so sweet. Speaking of the call-in line, which you guys can call into, and also you can visit our page at meowmeowradio.com. Yeah. We and uh, but this message was so amazing. We've There's, really listened to it many times. I know we must have listened to it like ten, ten times, ten times, <laughs> something like that. It's and just so sweet. His enthusiasm is so adorable. It's I so mean, sweet. So and he's without, not even from America. You know, he's not from the United States. So without further ado, uh, one of our lovely listeners. Hello, Brian. Hello, Jenny. Meow Meow Radio. Absolutely brilliant. This is Mark from Stockholm in Sweden. My Twitter name is at RobustMind1. Your radio show is just fantastic. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Bye. Now, I mean, seriously. That is, that <laughs> is beyond sweet. It makes me nervous. This radio show better be good. 
<laughs> well, it's not a radio show. I know. It's a conversation. It is. It's a dialogue. It's a window into our conversations. It's really a window into our life. Right. You're we, here. You're here with us. We have these dialogues all day long. All day. All day long. We're we're obsessed. We're obsessed with quotes. With quotes. With knowledge. With photos. Simple with, reminders. With spirituality, but mainly with joy. Yes. And having fun. Yes. Because I mean, we life, are following our passion. There's no doubt about it. I mean, we we really do try to enjoy ourselves and. Um, so it's a it's remarkable when someone like Mark leaves a lovely message like that. It really it really goes to show you how much people's energy can impact you and can make you feel good about what you're doing. Uh, I mean, honestly, I almost wanted to do a show just because of Mark's comment. That is so sweet. What do you think? I think it's so true. I think it's I think it's interesting too how you get you know, we have a lot of people write in about not getting support from friends and family. And then we have this stranger that we don't know in another country send us this beautiful message. And it's just seriously so adorable. That's the cool thing about social media today is that, you know, all over the world, we, you know, we have this little conversation and we can connect with people all over the world. It's so true. And, you know, I'll give you an example. This recent post, and we never know what's going to do great. We really we really pick um, topics that we're thinking about at any given moment, uh, whatever it is that we're talking about. And we're constantly talking about spiritual technology, intellectual technology, um, tool sets that people can use to advance themselves and move forward. And we have a lot of other projects that are brewing right now uh, that are in the pipeline that we want to share with you as well. On the, on the business side, you know, I deal a lot with entrepreneurship. A lot of people call right. us and ask, how do I market my materials? Right. How do I build a business? How do I do uh, Twitter? How do Facebook. I do Twitter? How do I do Facebook? How do I start a blog? How do I get readers? How do I... And so we've started a uh, school that's coming out soon called Success Dialogues, Empowerment Mentoring for Modern Entrepreneurs. And it's basically going to be a training service for authors, uh, consultants, social media drivers, and experts who want to build their brands. Um, and it's, uh, it's basically also for people who don't want to pay for my coaching, which can be somewhat expensive for my strategy coaching. And that's that's one fun project that Jenny and I are working on. It's going to be a video uh, classroom, more or less. And the truth is, these days, everybody's really an entrepreneur and in that's some right. respect in their life. Mm -hmm, totally, ab absolutely. And I mean, entrepreneurship is very important yeah. uh, these days, very empowering. And then we've also got uh, a Sunday service coming up, right? which I'm very excited about. Bryant has a secret wish to be a pastor. Yeah, well, I have it in me. I, ha I it's because preacher, I, pastor. I'm always preaching. It's because I have love in my heart, and I have love for life inside of me. And so, I would say that my brand of uh, so-called preaching, which I'm not really a preacher, right. and it's really not about preaching. Right. It's it's really about uh, paying homage to and proper recognition to the gift of life which is magnificent. It is. And uh, I, I wrote um, a little tiny thing the other day. Um, that you're which thing? The one, You're Nothing Less Than a Miracle. Oh, right, right. 
It did so well. It did amazing. It did crazy. So I was thinking about... People, re- it, people really forgot. They forget. <laughs> they forget. And I want to remind them. Yes. I want to remind them. So I think each Sunday I'm just going to read that little piece. And That'd then, be sweet. And then talk a little bit about it. Right. Just just as a reminder. <laughs> right. A simple reminder. Reminder. Right? Yeah, so true. And so um, we have... Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, it's so funny because someone just left a comment. I just saw that they said a depressed and, you know, person that's not happy, they could just come to the page really quickly and get really happy. So with with those simple reminders, he said, thank you. And we listen to that. I know. That factors into our... That's why you... that's why you had this idea years ago. There's a reason that we do this. And it's called Simple Reminders. It's not just fun. You know, we do it because this is a form of outreach and service. And uh, we take it very seriously whenever we get these messages from people, even though we don't have an opportunity to respond to everyone. You know, the response might be in the next piece of work that we do. Right. A lot of times someone will say something to us and then we'll we will... We'll get an idea. We'll say, you know what, let's address this with... Uh, and we don't necessarily tell the person... Right. Because we do get a lot of messages. So uh, we also have another project, secret project. Secret. <laughs> Can't tell you yet, but it's good. It's with uh, Kenneth Chong, a friend of mine, and uh, with Jen uh, Wilkinson and Winona Judd. It's a, a very... Humanitarian. It's a very amazing project. I'll, I'll, this is a little teaser, <laughs> and that's it. That's all you get. But there will be more information coming out soon um, about that, so... It's That's a, exciting. So either way, uh, we're going to go through some of the materials on the site and okay. take a look at some of the comments and and just go over things. One one of the last uh, posts that I put up that did it did surprisingly well. We never back to what I was saying. Yeah. We never know what's going to do well. Well, that's not totally true. Okay, tell me, <laughs> educate me. What's the what am I missing you, here? You know, like when the post totally makes the person responsible. Oh yeah, that's true. Okay, we and know what dance in the ring. we know what doesn't do well. Um, what doesn't do well is anything that has to do with personal accountability or personal responsibility. People aren't <laughs> having it. it. It's like Any, crickets <laughs> chirping. So anything that calls in calls you to be responsible for your own life. A Byron Katie quote. <laughs> yeah, anything that says, "Hey." You're right where you're supposed to be. and That happened to you. Right. As a gift. Right. Okay, anything that says you're, re- it, just, it just sits there. It's amazing how poorly they do. Right. However, we have a joke, or kind of a running inside joke. We call because certain. Because we, we personally like. Yeah, we like the ones that most people don't like. We like the crickets. <laughs> we like the cricket ones. But um, a lot of people like what we call dance in the rain quotes. And uh, I don't know what that silly quote was a long time ago that we've seen played everywhere. Something life is short. Something kiss so slowly. Kiss slowly. That's actually Mark walk Twain. On, <laughs> walk on the beach. What? What is it? Dance what, in the rain. And dance in the rain. And there, there, uh, there's a variety of these out there. Do we? Do you know any of the other variations? No, I can't think of them right now. But but, but some quotes have that tone to it. Well, it's no accountability. It's just a fluff. A fluff. It's a fluff piece. Yeah. And so some of the quotes, <laughs> sound, <laughs> they sound like a dance in the rain quote. And so we always just end it with dance in the rain. <laughs> so we'll read the quote and then we'll look at each other 
and we'll say. And dance in the rain. And yeah, don't so, forget. So it'll be like, um, don't forget to enjoy your day and enjoy the sunset. And and then Jenny will look over at me and I'll look at her and we'll go dance, dance in, in the, the rain. rain. And the truth is we don't like to dance in the rain quotes. Sorry to be a downer. But people love. It does make us laugh now. It makes us laugh. But people love the dance in the rain quotes. Those are high clickers. They're high clickers. What would you call that? Uh, viral. Viral, viral clicks. Very viral. <laughs> the truth is I, I just don't want to post things just so it gets traction, you know? To me, that feels filthy. filthy. But some things I have liked, you know, that you haven't <sighs> wanted me to do. I know. I know. We, we, <laughs> we, we have we, a little bit of it. Yeah, we, we... Sometimes I, you know, it is a little bit of a fluff piece. A little, We do throw a little fluff in there. And Brian... But I have, a to, I have to tell you, I have a tolerance <laughs> level for the fluff materials. Right. I can only take so much of it oh, gosh, before I want to projectile vomit. Oh, but what, the other day it was so great because... Why? <laughs> remember I told you, I'm trying to remember which one it was. And I said, oh, oh, it was the question. The question. The question. Okay, oh so, my gosh! Okay, I so know. so on like, another, so so I sit here and I slave away writing something. Like I pour my heart out into it for like three cr- hours solid, crying and yeah, I cried while I was writing something, <laughs> and then and then I'm like, oh, it's just magnificent. Look at this! So amazing. And, and Jenny and I were just so sold on it. She's like, oh, it's beautiful, and I guess we were I'm just crying. Yeah, He's crying. Yeah, and so we posted and it was just like. Just crickets chirping. <laughs> I'm like, geez, we're talking about off base. Man, we're like out of sync. And then and then we posted a question. I don't even remember what it was. It said what what would you you know, what would you say to your younger self in three in three words or less? Right. And, and Brian's like, We've done that. We've already done it. It's been done. Yeah, I, I didn't think it was going to do anything. <laughs> I'm like, haven't we done this before? And I was like, no, not like this. Not with a poster. We're going to do it on a poster this time, she said. <laughs> and he just got the crickets on his, you know, thing you'd put so much heart and soul into. And then a thousand people commented. It did more. A thousand a comments. A thousand comments. I don't even know how many shares it got. I don't even know. but It, it was, was ridiculous. Just like, I mean, you know, sometimes we'll get a hundred... 150 comments on a post and yeah. I'll be like, we're really stellar. Yeah. A thousand comments. Brian was, was that's a, funny. A, it was that's funny. a real ego booster, guys. <laughs> but um, this but this particular thing that I wrote uh, did, did really, really well. well. And it's interesting because I, it, it, it snuck up on me. It has personal responsibility. It has personal responsibility in it. So it was a little shocking. I was, I was a little surprised. I don't understand why it did well, but it did get... Um, it got 1,100 comments, and it got uh, 31,000 likes, and it got 8,000, oh no, 1,300 comments, 33,000 likes, and 8,300 shares. So wow. that's pretty significant. That's a lot of people. Yeah, and it's just on a, it's, it, it was a quote that said, if you want the perfect relationship, start with the one you have with yourself. Right. So what is that? I only saw... I, oh, go ahead, baby. What? I did see one, you know, sometimes we have really a mix of comments, positive and negative. I saw two negative but, ones. But this one was like 99% positive. 99.9%. Like on my page, it's got 200. It has a total of 1,300 comments, but on my page, it has around 200 and something comments. And uh, it it had two negative comments. One of them was WTF. Yeah. <laughs> And um, 
I don't know what the other one was. It was you? just like, this is absolutely not true. Yeah, absolutely not true. Yeah, and it, it came with an article um, about relationships. It, what do you? What does this mean to you, Jenny? If you if you want the perfect relationship, start with the one you have with yourself first. What does that mean with to you? Well, I just I just think it goes back to that you attract what you are, and so if you keep attracting poor relationships, at some point you have to look at yourself and be like, I'm the part that's not creating the good relationships. So um, we have a lot of people write in and looking for the perfect partner to fulfill them. And um, it really, unfortunately, is up to you. It's, it's up not going to work. It's, <laughs> it's up to you to really love yourself, love who you are, be able to share your passion and everything that's great about you with and attract that person that is... And to not use people as crutches. Yeah. You know? Expect people to make you happy. Run the marathon of life on your own. Don't expect someone to carry you on their back. Right. You know? So that's really what it's about. If you want the perfect relationship, start with the one you have with yourself. And uh, so let's take a look at the, the article here. Let's see what it says. What did you write? Yes, what did I write? What were the brilliant words? I don't even know if we should read this thing. Just read a little bit. Uh, well, which part, though? How do, how do I pick? Just pick, like, the first beginning. Uh, it says, listen, I know it's hard when you feel alone. There are many types of alone, too. There's the type of alone where your life is empty and with no real friends or loves. There is also the type of alone where your life is full of people, and yet you have no deep and meaningful connections or passion. Then there's the type of alone where people are coming and going and living their lives, and you feel like an invisible observer in an intersection, watching people who are happily passing by, living the life you think you want. Real loneliness can seem like a slow death, where you watch the flower of what you have to offer wilt, and the petals drop one by one unnoticed. Then there is the worst kind of loneliness, a feral type of desperation that leaps at every person who pays attention to you and will not let go. The healthy and happy people you want seem to run for their lives while the damaged, lonely people grab on with equal desperation in a bizarre death spiral into the darkest of the dark. What do you? Th God. That's that's the first God. little that's the first little paragraph. It makes my heart hurt. It's very uplifting. <laughs> <laughs> it's very. This simple. Someone said simple these reminders. aren't simple reminders. <laughs> hey, these aren't simple. I'm feeling cheated here. Oh my gosh! But then I go There's and I say, so much in that first paragraph. Oh my gosh! I go on and I say, but have you ever considered another type of loneliness? A good and healthy, happy loneliness? Do you dislike yourself so much that you can't stand to be around you? What? It's boring, you say. Let me tell you, if you are bored, it is only because you are a boring person. Oh, you just want some companionship? That seems reasonable. Are you a good companion to yourself? Loneliness is really a wonderful companion that can show us so much about ourselves and others. 
Loneliness will give you the greatest chance of ever having a beautiful relationship with another person. How's that, Jenny? What does that mean? What does that mean? Gosh, we have so many people write in about this loneliness versus being alone and not being a good companion, you know, they're to, yourself. They're to yourself. I mean, they are seriously, seriously, seriously believe that if they get another person, that they will be happy. Right. And not until then. Right. They don't realize that, you know, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. That person will be fun at first. And, and they're we'll, bringing their baggage to yeah, the equation. They're going to bring also another person. That doesn't like to be alone either. And then there'll be two people that aren't good at being alone. Right. So I, so I, I, you know, I jumped ahead to try to educate people about this concept by continuing on to say, if you put a couple in a room together, those two people, as the only creators in that room, have the power to create a literal heaven between those four walls. So why do so many people create a hell? And then I go on and I simplify it even further. I say, and by the way, let's just stop there and say, um, you know, when you're in an apartment or a condominium or a home with another person. Right. You guys are the only two people creating in that space. And you could look at the decorations as a metaphor. You could decorate it in lovely ways if you wanted to, or you could be neglectful. Uh, you're the sole creators in that space. And so your dynamic, uh, your relationship, they're chosen creations like any, any other things, what you choose to create and what you're, of course, capable of creating as an artist, as a creator. Right. And some people because have, we, some people are good at art. <laughs> some people are not so good at art. Some people are good at decorating. Some people are not. Some people have different tastes. And so whatever tool set psychologically you're bringing to the equation, you're making something. It's called a relationship. Right. And, um, and it's just sad to see uh, the level of dysfunction because we do, because Jenny and I do help people and we do coaching and we do, and we do workshops on relationships and we receive, you know, emails from people and we interact with people, the level of dysfunction is astounding. And even people who think that they have a good relationship. Right. You know, we don't necessarily break the bad news to them that they have a, right. a, a bad relationship. I know. But, but you know, you know what I'm talking about, yeah, right? I totally know what you're talking about. Like you about. see them interacting and this is as good as it gets. Right. You know, I mean, they're putting on their best that they can put on. Right. And it's not. And we're, they, they just, just don't realize that they really have a poor relationship with themselves. I mean, they have everything bet on the relationship working out with the other person. And if it's not working with the other person, it's not working. And they don't understand that they're not bringing much to the table. Yeah. And you, you know, were anything exciting that, you know, if they're, you know, that, that goes back to the beginning of what you wrote about, um, you know, when you're lonely and you're alone with yourself, are you in poor company? Are you in good company or poor company? Right. And also... Because um, if you're in poor company, you, you come into the room and it's not going to be exciting with the other right. person. It's like eye rolling. What you said the other day about eye rolling. Right. What were you saying? I just said, I don't think, I think a lot of, um, at least from being around a lot of girls and the little gossip that goes on, <laughs> I know that they roll their eyes at their partners. 
They do eye rolling. Like their partner, like we were at a thing, a party the other night, and so and so was talking, and her husband was talking, and she kind of looked away and did the eye roll. I know. And I caught her, and I thought, oh. Who would roll their eyes in front of their. At their person. At the party. At and they know that the girls are seeing, like it's like an inside club, like it's kind of fun and funny. Right. And so they do the eye roll and I'm just like, oh, that's just so, you know, Bryant really, it's negative manifesting it in is, rela- relationship. It's really negative. And I would not roll my eyes. Would you roll your eyes? No, never. If you're rolling your eyes at your partner, it's over already. Right. You need to get into therapy. Oh. You know? If you're rolling your eyes, you have a bad relationship. Right. I'm sorry. You can't do that. You can't you can't do that. But I think really, if you look at it, yeah. you're rolling your eyes at yourself. Now that's when it's getting deep. <laughs> See, this is getting into personal responsibility land. Right. This is like what people this is what people don't understand. <laughs> right. So explain it a little bit, Jenny. <laughs> but I think um if I think back to when I was married, I uh, my ex husband used to always tell jokes all the time and I would roll my eyes. Because he would be telling a joke again and again. And I think I was just jealous of the attention that he was getting and I wasn't getting. So I would just roll my eyes. But that wasn't really sweet. That wasn't sweet. (laughs) So um, I think I just wasn't interested in myself and I wasn't bringing much to the party. This was before your wake up. Yeah, that was before my wake up. What was that? Like 20? (laughs) How long ago was that? (laughs) A while ago. So 14 years, basically. Yeah. We learn a lot. You can learn a lot in 14 years. Yes. I mean, I don't even Quite know who I was 14 years ago. I know. It makes So you were an eye roller 14 I years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I was a major eye roller. But, but talk more about how you're rolling your eyes at yourself. Right. Explain that concept. It's I a mean, deep concept. When I think back to who I was um, at that time, I was so uninteresting. Yeah. I was so uninteresting. I was so not passionate about anything. I did not know myself. I think I was a late bloomer, I guess. I don't know, but I was just really, I expected everyone else, I expected everyone else to bring the joy and the fun and the passion, and then I would judge them how poorly they did it. And, and, that, and that gets into what I said in the uh, previous paragraph. I said, let me tell you, if you are bored it's only because you are a boring person. I know. See, the eye roller would be was, bored. Right. But it's only because they're the boring person. The they boring, don't know it. Right. They don't know that they're the boring person. Right. You didn't know that you were an unconscious, very superficial person. I know. By your own admission. That And that goes on to your, this kind of goes into the same topic of the other thing that you posted. What's that? About trying to help people when they're not awake. Like no one could have told me at the time. That right. You know, you're the problem. Yeah. You know, if someone had stopped me at the party and said, you're rolling your eyes at your husband because you're boring. Yeah, totally. I would have been like, what are you talking about? I would have been so defensive if someone had tried to say something to me at that time. Right. Reminds me of something I wrote. I can't remember where it is. It might be in this one where I said that's one of the problems with ignorance is that ignorance can't see itself. No, it can't. It um, can't. So, so first, you know, in this, you know, so many people try to help people. Yeah. Spend so much time trying to help someone that cannot, they're not at the place. They're going to have to go down some devastating. They need, they they need need, it. They're going to have to fall. Yeah. You need to let them fall. Yeah. Worry about yourself. 
And this is another topic. That's, it. That's this a whole other se- topic. This is the yeah. selfish worrying topic. about no, but worrying about everybody else's problems except but for your yours. own. And that's that's another thing people do. We'll talk about that. We have actually a whole thing to talk about uh, that in the future as well. But so I I first said we have two people in the room. They could create mm-hmm. heaven or hell, but right. they create hell, right? Right. But then to distill it down even further to help right. people understand even more, uh, I continued and I said, um, let's see. I said, so so why do many people create a hell, the two people? Then I continued, let's simplify and remove one of the people. Even one person alone in a room will often create a living hell for themselves. They will fill the space with their doubts, fears, addictions, blame, worries, and desperation. Have you ever been that person? Being alone will show you who you really are. And if you cannot get on positively as the sole master of your space in that room alone, then you can absolutely forget about it after you add another person. You would better start practicing being a happy person when you're alone. Sure, you want to be touched, inspired, and made to feel alive. But a relationship is like a bridge where you meet the other people halfway. That means if you want to be touched, inspired, and made to feel alive, you have to be touching, inspiring, and bring the fire of your aliveness to the union of your companionship. You must live what you wish to receive. Because we are all growing, life compounds and magnifies what is already in us. If you are miserable, you grow in misery. And if you are joyful, you grow in joy. This makes self-love the perfect soil from which to grow love. So in other words, if self-love is the foundation, everything that grows from that point is going to be love. Think about a cell that reproduces like a cancer cell. Right. And it reproduces more cancer cells. Right. Or think of a crystal, a certain type of crystal. Right. It is forms additional portions of its exact type. Right. So it's the same thing. Life is compounding and growing. And it's the same thing. Creating. Now, those are physical uh, observations right. that you can apply to the, to the metaphor of consciousness. So whatever is inside of you is the foundation, and it's going to grow and multiply. So if you have dysfunction, it's going to compound. If you have self-love, it's going to compound. Really, whatever you focus on. Whatever you focus on, whatever is the base of your truth at that moment Mm -hmm. is what's going to compound and grow. You know, the thing is, is that, as I said here, that, you know, you have to meet people halfway. And um, they're not just going to be able to bring something to you. And it's not that there's not times in a relationship where, you know, maybe... The, your partner lost their job and they're a little bit down. Of course, you're going to maybe be bringing more to the yeah. table. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but um, you just can't expect it all the time. Yeah, that's you right. Totally. <laughs> um, and then uh, I go on to write and say, you see, people have some really crazy ideas about love and friends and relationships. They have the absurd belief that their friends, children, family, lovers, and companions can make them happy. Right. How many people this believe that? This is such a touchy subject. I know, it's a touchy subject. Um, but love is not about others. Love is a practice of self-mastery. 
And then I go on to say, what the hell does that even mean, you may ask? It means that love is by, for, and about you, and it never had anything to do with another person. It means that the love you bring to the table is a way of living that you have been practicing in your life, and that love can be needy, controlling, selfish, conditional, and desperate, or it can be confident, open, giving, unconditional, and secure. Your love capability is something you cultivate within yourself. Loving is like any other art craft where the masters have carefully practiced and where the novices have languished in their carelessness. This is why some relationships look so beautiful and some look so tragic. Beauty belongs to the thoughtful, tragedy to the neglectful. So, what you bring... What's that, babe? No, I was just going to say, I don't think people really get that part about loving yourself. That That's the main thing. Yeah, see if you've like worked you on your if you've worked on yourself. Like loving what do you say about self-mastery? Yeah, it's a practice of self-mastery. self-mastery it's right. love is not about others, it's right. a practice of self-mastery. See, I feel like so many people will be like, what are you talking right, about? Because, we do everything to right. be a loving person to, right, to others. Like, look at, look at to Mother others. Teresa. They want to love others. Right. It's not about what you give someone. It's not about what you do for someone. Right. It's about your identity and who you are. Right. So if you have carefully crafted yourself right. through self-love, you're going to have certain spiritual, intellectual, holistic portions of yourself that you've developed. You, right. you have developed into something, right. hopefully beautiful, right. hopefully amazing, hopefully, you're u- interested hopefully in you. useful. <laughs> okay, and then as a result... You just beam out. Yeah, you love. just... It's you not just, even like you have to give it. You don't give it. You just are. <laughs> okay. So you just. You are. You don't. You're it, being. And it's certainly not something you look for. You don't go and get it. Right. You're not a bank robber of love. Right. You don't buy it on the the store off the shelf. Right. Okay. It's a flow. It's a flow between two healthy people. You know who love themselves. Right. Who could exist independent of one another. Right. Easily. Easily. Do you understand? Gosh, Neil Don Walsh had a great quote for this, and I can't think of it right now. Um, but some that, people's love is controlling and oh, suffocating and possessive. Jealous. It just wants to own them. <laughs> and if it doesn't control them and have them, it's just insecure. It goes crazy. Have you seen right? people like I that? I know, I know, I know. That's the whole sort of odd thing about marriage. You know, once you get that certificate. Yeah. Like if Jenny goes somewhere for three weeks, I mean, her phone might not ring for a week. But some people would say that's just crazy. But then again, maybe it will. Yeah. But there's not a condition. Yeah, there, no, uh, you know, she's not 12. Not I'm like not sending her out with call, a list of what to do. Call every day at 8 o'clock. You they know? haven't called. Where are they? You know, the truth is, is that I don't care. I'm busy. and I'm Because I'm you're doing, interested. I'm in interested in myself. <laughs> Okay, in my own life. See, and Jenny's people. interested in herself and in her own life. But guess what? Sometimes we actually sit down and we do things together and we're interested in each other's things too yes. because we're independent souls. And mm-hmm. I think for people who want to uh, to say that these ideas are incorrect, it's very much um, like Silvertson. Um, who? Uh, what's his name? Uh, the Giving Tree. 
Oh, right. Yes. What's his name? Um, oh my gosh, I have, we have it over there. Shell, Shell, Shell Sil- Silverstein. No, is God, it Silverstein? Gosh. Hold on. I have go, it, go hold grab on. it. I have it right here. Go hold grab it. it. Let's take a look. We're not going to edit this out because we're going to go for imperfection. Silverstein. Okay. You know, he, he, uh, remember the one he did about the two little rolling stones and right. how the one stone was, it had a missing piece? Oh, yeah, the missing. That's and it, another book. I think we it, have it. It was looking, f- he and the stone was looking for, for the, the missing, missing piece, right. right? But then as as time went on, it rolled and it became more well-rounded and more balanced. And it found another little piece, but instead of it filling the piece, they just became two well-rounded rolling individuals rolling together. That's so cute. And that's the same message that we're talking about, is not having these desperate codependent controlling possessive hey get interested in yourself horror stories of a relationship basically but why do you think everyone responded to this one i don't know i don't understand why um so i i I really don't so i went on and i said if you're because this is really super and it's long it's long and and it's somebody said i know it's long they were trying to tell their friend they're like i know it's long i know it's long but read the whole thing and it does hold people accountable. I say some pretty harsh things. I said, if your life is like a tragedy, it's because you have been neglecting something, most likely yourself. All those happy people you see, they know something you don't know. They know about a balanced type of relationship where they are selfish for the sake of others. I guess we could just stop right there and, you know, selfish for the sake of others. Right. Jenny, would you like to do the honors? <laughs> It's the whole, you know, put the mask on yourself first and then on the child. On the airplane. Yeah, I know we've heard this so many times. We've all heard it, but what does it really mean (laughs) applied to life? It means be your own party first and then let, you know, provide People will want to come to your party. party. People will want to come to your party if you're the party. Right. You know, you you help people by being. Yes. By being beautiful, right. by not being impatient in line, by not being angry, by depressed. not snapping at people, by not being depressed, by, by being strong. By having passion. You just automatically help people by not using people as a crutch, by not yeah. depending on people for your happiness. Or pointing out all of their wrong things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Point you out know. your own stuff. Yeah. You Gosh. know, if, if your relationship, if the person you're with has a lot of flaws uh, that you, you think... Maybe those flaws are the reason they couldn't get a better mate. Think of it that way. Think if they've got a bunch of flaws. No, but, like, if, no, but listen, if, no, they, but, if they have a bunch of flaws, right. think of it this way, that maybe all those problems they have is the reason they couldn't get someone better than you. Yeah, but Byron Katie would say that all those flaws that you are point, just yeah. are, are your flaws. They, and they are. You they know, really all are. All the flaws that you stop and point out in other people are really yeah, but if you were to say that to a person, they're not going to get it. So would you like to try to explain it? If if someone else is... Well, it's just like my eye rolling. If we go back to you yeah. know, my ex-husband. Right. And I'm I'm rolling my eyes because he's telling a joke again for the hundredth time. Right. But he's bringing a party to the party. Right. Everyone's laughing and enjoying Except themselves. Except for you. <laughs> Except for me. Right. Because I didn't bring anything to the party. Right. So I'm like pointing out his flaws. But it was really your flaw. But it was really my own. And this happens a lot. It happens I mean, more than you really, think, I mean, and it's it, very tricky. I feel sorry. I wish I was the person I was now back then. Back then? Because I, I feel like I made him suffer through. Aw. It's so bad. 
So it, it went on to say, you have to learn to take care of yourself. Who you need is you. It was always about and for you. You're the one you've been looking for. You complete you. If you have never found yourself, the best place to look is in your loneliness. And rock bottom is even better. Quit looking out there for that magical something or someone to come and rescue you from your tragic loneliness. Do you want to know what people love? People love passion. They love people who are happy in themselves. They love people who are going places and doing things. People love people who are confident and secure, but mostly, most importantly, people love most those who love themselves. If you want the perfect relationship, start with the one you have with yourself. If you make it right with yourself, it will be right with the whole world. So good. You know, make it right with you. Yeah. Make it right with you. It made me think um, that J.K. Rowling's quote. (laughs) What does it say? I always have to segue to a quote. Yeah, what is it? Rock bottom became the solid foundation on which I rebuilt my life. Wow. That's a good one. I know, because a lot of people say, well, gosh, I'm just, you know, they they don't like that rock bottom. Hey, rock bottom's good. Hey, you're only going up if you're at the rock bottom. That's right. I mean, when you're broken to pieces, you get to figure out how to put yourself back together again. Put yourself back together even better. The thing I was thinking when you were reading that about Mm -hmm. the the loneliness and the rock bottom, that's usually where someone goes and hides out. Yeah. You know, they go, you know, do do their addictions. Oh, yeah. And they don't get to Mm -hmm. heal themselves. And then they're still just... Then they're just an awesome partner to their friends. Yeah. I mean, a not so awesome. Right. You know. And this reminds me uh, of a call we received from a, a young man right. oh. who uh, is trying to find or understand his purpose. Right. And so uh, I'll go ahead and play that and we'll talk about it a little bit because really, well, we'll I'll, I'll give you the, we'll talk about the ideas <laughs> after the call. Hello, my name's Jeff Crenshaw. Um, I follow the Simple Reminders Facebook page. And there was a quote about doing what you want and, you know, just taking steps every day to accomplish your goals, Um, you know. And I guess the biggest, I have a question, and that would be is how does one discover what they want to do, what they really want, what that really gets them, you know, going, what really, you know, drives them forward and uh, makes them feel fulfilled. Um. And so I'm having a difficult time with that. Um, I'm t- almost 28 years old, and I really there's a lot of things I like, but I've kind of lost that. I've kind of lost um, touch with myself and what I really want to do, um, and how I'm going to accomplish those things. You know, with limited resources. Um, so if you could just kind of touch on that, um, that would be great. Um, so thank you. Have a great day. Bye. So there's just so many things I want to say on, on this. I mean, there's so many things. That question could be from so many people. It it could be. And many things stood out like limited resources. Oh, I know. Not true. I'll tell you. (laughs) And I'll tell you why you've got resources. 28 time bearing down. I hate it. I hate that. It's not true. Yeah, it's not true. And there's (sighs) just not one thing. Where do you want to start? It, it really gets into... It, 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 it makes my heart ache. It I ties think. into what we were 
talking about earlier. Yeah. Because really, your purpose is to develop yourself. Yeah, you need to have purpose and passion if you're going to have a good relationship. And your... I mean, know your purpose and passion, like love yourself. I mean, your purpose is yourself. There is no other purpose. Everything else is ancillary to developing yourself. Hobbies come and go. Interests come and go. You are your ultimate creation. You know, I say that in one of my essays that life is a mystery that you solve when you solve the puzzle of yourself. There is no grand purpose that right. is going to just come at you and right. oh, and the clouds part and this is this is what you do. We're all wired differently. You know, mm-hmm. some people are um, really driven. Some people are more laid back. Purpose is something that unfolds day to day. It's it's and really it's always changing. It's always changing. I think people they look to celebrity like say a rock star. Right. <laughs> and they they've played music their whole life. Right. And so they think that they know their purpose. They were given their purpose. They know their purpose. They made money from their purpose. Right. But how many people have we met that you would think and they ask us? They still don't know what their purpose is. Yeah, but a lot of those rock stars have done many things. Right. And um and so they're going to do other, to s- and they're going to do other things. So even s- though on the outside it looks like someone f- surely knows their purpose and their passion, it's still there's so much more to it than that. You know, here's a little something I wrote. Um, I'm just going to pull out this excerpt. It says, "It's easy to know your purpose in life because you can choose your purpose in life. A purpose does not just happen; it is cultivated." A purpose does not come as a grand, all-encompassing, and final solution or supreme understanding. A purpose is more like a positive daily grind with gratitude and a smile. A purpose is nothing fancy and is not reserved for spiritual teachers, so-called geniuses, or impassioned artists. There is nothing more practical, down-to-earth, and easily accessible as a purpose. You will find your purpose revealed in every single action once you realize that you are your purpose. Your life is your purpose. We don't, quote-unquote, get a purpose. We are witnesses to the unfolding of our purpose as our purpose is revealed to us daily by how we live life. The people who seem to know their purpose are just more aware of and present in their own lives and more in touch with their gifts, gifts all of us have. Yes, even you. Your purpose is simply what you do each day. Your purpose is a great unfolding a distinctive honor granted to all life, highest among those honors as the gift of freedom of choice. The purpose of your life is the purpose you bring to it, choice by choice and recognition by recognition. In other words, words, when you recognize the amazing things that are in your life right now, and this is not a cop-out answer. A purpose is is something that you access each day. You know, I was, think, go I, was, ahead. I was thinking about this, um, you know, because we got this call and um, I was walking in from the car and I just was thinking because I looked around um, 
and I saw someone watching TV. Right. And it flashed across my, you know, a lot of people don't find their purpose because they're distracted. They're they're watching TV and then they wonder why, you know, maybe they play the guitar one Mm -hmm. day, but then they watch TV for, you know, five more hours that evening instead of, I was thinking if you took away people's television. God, I'd love to. I really would. I'm they'd really, they'd really have to find a huge anti-TV <laughs> activist. <laughs> you know, they'd have to find their purpose because there wouldn't be something filling the gap. It's kind of you know, the TV is sort of like a cop out. Yeah. Of. Well, the TV just will abduct fill- your brain and just put you into a hypnotic trance. And right. Then you can watch people who are living out more. Perp- this is why we call it <laughs> Meow Meow Radio. TV. Um, I don't even want to get on to the TV topic because it's just going to put me in a bad mood. No, but it just makes me think that you have to create space and time to find and cultivate yourself. You have to. And uh, people are so addicted to TV, they have no idea. And anytime you talk about people's addictions, they become violent. And so when I talk about people's TV addictions... Or gaming. They go crazy because um, they've, they've got a problem. Right. And it's a very sinister group of people who work to keep you plugged into their head in of created needs so that uh, they can have what they call in the advertising business ownership over you and your children for the rest of your <laughs> lives as a commodity yourself, something you probably don't know about. Some of you may, I don't know, but um, it's worse than you think, trust me. Right. It's much, much worse and much more sinister than you think. So a fast way yeah, to find your purpose and turn passion. Turn off the TV. <laughs> We're going to be talking more about TV Even in the future. Even just cut the time in half. Yeah, any any amount of time you can get away from it. Um, but you know, your your purpose is you. And outside of that, there are lots of activities you can do um, that are fun. To become an interested in you. Yeah, yeah, to be interested in you. Whatever you're doing. Whatever yeah. you're doing. And something else, 28 Gosh, years old. 28. Now, see, here's it's, the no, thing. No, but it's the grind, the I whole grind. You know, and they, think it, they get in that I'm desperate gonna mode. I'm going to guess. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to guess. He just got out of college. Mm-hmm. He's got, He's on his first or second job. Mm-hmm. It's not so fun. Right. Not his so par- fun. His and family then, members, everybody's prodding him. Yeah. When are you getting married? When are you, Maybe he What are you going to do? He's living in an apartment or has, you know, has gotten a house. Right. So he's already got the financial burden right so he's not living in the home anymore and so he's at the job and he's like this isn't fun right what am i going to do but i'm already a provider for myself of my own self yeah so that i think that's why he said and the and the, finan- and the you know fi- limited financial yeah limited which is which is another okay but <sighs> you know part of part of the the way that i created prosperity for myself was realizing i was already a billionaire <laughs> because once you understand, how do you do that? Once you realize that, you know, these fiat currencies that exist are just made up. It's practically like toilet paper that they just print. You know, they print on it and say it's money. It's not even real. It's only real because of what's called consensus reality. Because we all agree that it's real, so therefore it's real. So I started asking myself, well, what is real? And uh, because these fiat currencies are built on top of real currencies. And so what are the real currencies? Because really, um, when you talk about consensus reality, which upholds a fiat currency, you're talking about trust economics, really, is what it is. Trust economics means if I give you a worthless piece of paper for a service, I have to trust that when I go to exchange that worthless 
piece of paper, it'll be exchanged at a fair market value, you know, initially what I put into it. That's So it's really trust economics. So I realized that, wow, trust is a commodity. And I realized that service was a commodity. I realized that friendship was a commodity. I realized that just being friendly was a value. And so once I dug down and I started understanding what is real and what is fake, I realized that I was like a billionaire. <laughs> I was loaded. I was loaded with uh, trust. I was loaded with with uh, smiles. I was loaded with possibility. Goodness. I was loaded with goodness. I was just loaded. I was a billionaire. You sound like Michael Beckwith. Right <laughs> hey, I was going to just put out there, you know. Um, so you're not, you don't have limited means. You're 28 years old. You have unlimited means of God. what is real and not what is fake in a fake world. Don't you know that every And you have so it, much time. Don't you, you know so that don't you know that every skyscraper rose up on the backs of brilliance of young minds, young brilliant minds? Don't you know that every bank account and every vault was filled with all those fake currencies that came from the real human resources of ingenuity and creativity and faith and belief and possibility of young people, okay, young minds, young idealists. So don't tell me you have limited means. You have unlimited <laughs> means. You're a billionaire in the world of trust economics. You just have to open the treasure trove of yourself in the tre- the chest, the treasure chest, yeah. in your chest, your heart, open it up wide and just it's just exploding with value. And you just take it and then just spend yourself liberally. Just give, give, give yourself. Just spend liberally. Give to people of your generosity, your smile, your love, your courage, your faith, your companionship, your beauty. That is so sweet. It's the truth. It's how I built everything. Every good thing that I have in my life came from love because I realized I was wealthy. I realized <laughs> I had a wealth of beauty and love and creativity inside of me that was a gift from life and creation, this mysterious unknown world, you know? And that's that's what young people need to realize. And not just young people, everybody. Don't ever think that you're broke or you're limited in means. That's a lie. An O to be 28. Oh, man. Let me Gosh, tell you. you feel like life is ending. I know. But you know, but you, you know, we had that someone tell us the other day, what's that quote? That uh, a lot of people, um, you know, die at 25, but they're not oh, married right, until right. they're 75. Right. Isn't that true? And so maybe that's what he's feeling. Yeah. Don't listen. You because know, he doesn't have positive uh, people around him. Right. Maybe. Well, we he's don't know. At, he's looking at the. He's looking at the possibility. Yeah, he's looking at the possibility. He's re- he sees something going on on the site. Right. Like there's some there's something going on I, here. How do I which tap is into awesome. that? Which is good. Curiosity. Yeah, Don't curiosity. Lose that. And he's like he's throwing a light. He's throwing a line out. Right. You know. So well, what, I, what 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 you know. So what I just said, I can't say anything more I than know. what I just said. You know, you're but the tre- not, you're he the. He needs steps. He needs steps. He needs steps. He's okay. Like, where do I go with this? So let's give him a few steps. You go okay. first. Okay, listen. He's working a job. Right. He's working a job. Okay. He doesn't have much money. Okay, that's fine. And he doesn't really even know what he's passionate about. Okay. So what do we tell him? Okay. Well, first of all, you have to try things. Right. You can't be paralyzed because you don't know. Right. So they some, say they say think back to when you were a child or younger. Yes. Of some of what piqued your interest. Like I wanted a camera when I was seven. Right. 
So think back to those things that you were interested in that maybe got squashed along the way or that you abandoned and try them. Also, you have to mix it up. And when I was escaping, and I'm an escape artist, first and (laughs) foremost, I've escaped to glory. I've escaped to wonder. I've escaped to a place where I'm dancing right now. Are you dancing? I I lost over 100 pounds, eh? He's standing up Hey, I'm standing up. I'm dancing. Look at me. Look at this. Am I I dancing, baby? Look at this. Woo! Let me tell you what. You know how I did it? I mixed things up. Right. So ev- I didn't have I didn't have unlimited means at the time. Right. So I I changed little things. Now let me tell you the what, technology. I know, I know, but you know what's so great about you? <laughs> what? I think it's that your long range planning. Well, my long range like plan is to not look- have a sucky life. I know, but, <laughs> I know, but you weren't ever looking for the quick fix overnight because no. you knew somewhere in your heart that a quick fix doesn't come. Correct. You can only tweak. Little things, do little things. So let me day. tell you just how little, because I was buried in hell, wasn't I? Yeah. What type of hell? Really bad. Okay. I mean. Sick. We bought a. Just almost like, just, dying. Just so I mean, you know, we bought a punching bag recently. The punching bag weighs 80 pounds and it's hanging in our living room, in the middle of the living living room. And I said, oh my gosh, Bryant, you, this, this punching bag weighs 80 pounds. 20 we pounds could, we, less than... We could barely carry it together. And I was like, I tried to pick it up by myself, and I was like, you It's used really to big ca- and bulky. I said, I used you, to carry that weight around. Gosh. When I was in the jaws of death and hell, and hell with seemingly no way out. Right. You somehow had... And I have to tell you, and I, <laughs> my life is good, okay? My life is crazy good. If you knew how good <laughs> my life was, you would want to get in on this action. And, but I made it good. Okay, I accepted the good because made. Right. I don't even like the word made. That's forceful. Right. I accepted the good. The you good. Created, you the, created. I let it be. Right. I let it be. I made the space and let it flow in. Right. You know that which is empty can receive. So if something's full of misery, can't receive. If you just make the space, it'll right. flow in. Right. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> but <laughs> back to practical. So you just change things up. And I made conscious decisions to change things up. Right. So when I had no control in my life, for example, when I was going, when I was driving to do a business, a, a job right. or a, a business uh, endeavor. Right. And I had very little control in my life. Right. I would decide to go a different way than right. I would normally go. So I, I would say to myself, what now, this is a very small step. Know, it's it's too, a very small I step, think, but it's important. Right. It doesn't seem important. I know. But I it's know. a philosophy. But it adds up. It adds it up. It adds up. So I normally went a certain way, and I knew I wanted change, and I knew that I couldn't change or that I thought I couldn't change or I couldn't escape from this nightmarish hell that I was in. So I said, I'm just, I just, I, I hate this <laughs> life. I hate, I hate where I'm at, and I feel powerless. But I can go a different route right. today. Right. And so I drove a different way. And mm-hmm. I, because I, I was opening myself to possibility. What right. would I see? Right. Maybe I would run into a new person that I'd never met before. Right. Maybe I would see some new store that I would stop at. Right. May, may, you know, I, I didn't know. I just wanted and to do that. Because we're creatures of habit. We're routine. creatures of habit. So break the routine <laughs> anytime you can, violate the routine. You have to violate act, the routine. rebellious, like you yeah. were when you were a teenager. Yeah, you have to you have to mix things up and do things differently. You don't have to do things that hurt other people. Right. You just do things that seem rebellious and a little bit naughty. Yeah, in your own in, in your, your own little way. Right. Um, 
trying you to find something to, I wrote the You don't other have day. to follow the rules so much. Let's see. I, I wrote some little things yesterday about this. This isn't it, though. It says that risk is your only chance of really living. Safety is a fatal illusion, a soul killer. Many more die by routine than corporal death. Oh, my gosh. It's Many so more die by routine than by corporal death. Right. So instinctively, I knew I had to violate the routine. And so I tried to violate it every time I got a, an opportunity by <laughs> doing things differently, changing my schedule around, trying products that I normally would never try, tasting things I hated. Like I knew I hated celery. Right. So I would just go eat a piece of celery just for no other reason than I hated it and I would right. never eat a piece of celery. Right. And now I love celery. Yeah. But, um, but it's becoming interested in yourself. It's like. becoming interested in yourself and mixing mixing things up, and then you'll you might stumble tell, you might yeah. stumble upon a passion. Right, and I was, was going to say it's not necessarily a passion right at first. Right, right. It doesn't seem like a passion, and it, once again, passions are like quick hits. You know, it's like a, a you know you get a quick hit, and yeah. then you it's like drinking coffee. You get the high, and, but then you're going to get the crash. Right. And passion can be useful for pushing through on artistic projects and so forth. But, there's but that's why jo Joseph Campbell always said, follow your bliss. Because it doesn't mean that your bliss is going to go on right. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, but it's a good place to start. It's a good place to start. So you have to look back at your past interests. You have to mix things up a little bit. You have to get around other people and listen to their interests. You have to communicate with your, you have to be a part of community. Kind of figure out what people are doing. Try things. No, but it's like the, oh, well, by the way, Finding Joe is a documentary yeah. that is awesome about following your bliss. And you finding should watch your that. Yes, you, you should, should watch, watch that. that. But I was thinking about the guy that we met at the store today. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And how we were telling him, because I think he was 26. Yeah, yeah. And he was sort of asking the same question. And yeah. we were like. he he Basically, he we shop there all the time and he came up and. He said, listen, I uh, don't want to seem like a stalker, but I've heard your name around here, and I looked you up. And so I, Brian's I, given his book to a lot of people at so the I, store. I don't know what it is, but he, he so he, 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 he was talking about, uh, I think he was reaching out on some of the about same consciousness. topics. Consciousness. Consciousness is his is first a, topic, but. I don't even want to get into, I was, I was trying to avoid the word consciousness <laughs> because it's like a whole nother concept. Okay. Right, right. But really it is about that awakening of yourself. Right. But because I was. Unconscious the whole people who are on the chugga, 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 chugga track. Right, yeah. Listen. The one clock in, clock out. Here's something I noticed when I was dying in suburbia um, is I would, I would leave the house and I would see this. I would see people watering their lawns. And it was really impactful for me because I realized one day as I, I pulled up to a stop sign and there was a uh, person who was very unhealthy looking and they were watering their lawn with a fertilizer thing attached <laughs> Maybe to the few, end of it. A few, a few years older, where you were heading. <clears throat> where I was heading and I just sat there and watched for a very unusually long period of time and it dawned on me that that person was dead already. They were right. like this, the walking dead. And I could just picture 
the coffin right next to them. Everything oh. was complete. Right. The house. The green grass. The green grass, which is just BS, by the way. Some people even dye their grasses green. Did you know that? That is so crazy. It's important to With put on this illusion of of the Garden of Eden. Instead, why not just grow some fruit trees yeah, in your yard and grow some food. vegetables instead of grow a some fake suburban lawn. Waste the waste, water. Waste the water. Spray toxic poisons all over it, you know, so you can feel like you're in touch with nature and go back in and watch TV and eat some bad food and die. So so I just saw the coffin. I just also realized I had found out that maybe about two or three months in that time that Costco is now selling coffins. Did you know that? (laughs) Costco. Extra large. They sell large coffins at Costco (laughs) along with large tubs of mayonnaise. But so I... um, I saw that and I was, it really shook me to my core. Because well, you were oh already gosh. on your... I was, yeah, I was really unhealthy. And I said, my gosh, look at that. Started thinking about it. And I just thought, he's dead already. He doesn't even know it. moment. Yeah, he's dead mm-hmm. already. You know? I don't remember who it was. Was it Freud or was it uh, Nietzsche? Who said that the snake that cannot cast its skin must die. Right. Your old ways, your old friends, your old thinking processes, your... And old if you think habits. About, and if you even think about the snake releasing that skin, it's not an easy process. No, it's not a process. It's not an easy process. It has to struggle and rub up against rocks. It's probably painful. Yeah. But as you, this young man's reaching out to grow. Right. To, to move forward, to become. He's not accepting what is. He's not accepting yet, but the system will pound right. you and pound you until you accept. Right. It's not easy. So this is like a cry for help, like yes. a person going underwater. Right. You just see their hand. Hey, but they're on the right track. They're on the right track because the they're at least asking. They're they're surfing. They're looking right. for answers. But what I, the reason I brought the 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 person up from the yes. grocery store uh-huh. was um, I told him the thing that we are not taught when we're younger is to look to people that inspire you. Look to the people that you want to go where they're going? Look to people who are living the lifestyle that you want to live and get your advice from them. Don't get advice from people who are not living the lifestyle that you want to create for yourself. This is common sense, and for some reason, people don't do it. Gosh, I feel like there's so many things that we just, (laughs) there's so many other things we could learn in college and high school that would be so much better and of to make it make for a really wonderful life. We're, oh, not, we're, not, we're not taught any of those things. <laughs> hey, you know what's funny is Suse just tweeted. She, did? she said, "Oh, I, I tweeted her to say, are you up? Because I was going to get her leave right. a message to right, him. Right. And then she said, I'm up. What's going on? But oh. I'm, I'm going to wait until after the show and oh. talk to her. But but uh, we did reach out to Kassar and Kassar, Kassar had some advice on passion and purpose. She's a, one of our very dear sweet friends. She's Miss Canada title holder and she She's amazing. Crazy amazing. I mean, she's got a degree. She's got a <laughs> master's got a degree in biotechnology yeah, and she's not horticulture. Just not just a pretty face. And um, but we asked her about passion and right. she had a few little comments that she offered. So, uh, let's see what Kassar uh, had to say about finding your purpose and passion. My name is Kassar Jacobson. Uh, I'm the former Canada. I live in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. I'm actually just out in Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas right now. And it's a little bit loud and rainy of where I am. But I just wanted to talk a little bit, a little bit of whatever it is that you decide to go and get after. So, you know, if, if I look back and retrospect some of the goals that I've accomplished, i.e. pageantry, um, you know, any type of competition, um, that particularly was a passion of mine. 
And, you know, no matter what people tell you, you know, will create success for you, what you have to realize is what is most important to you and is it in line with your ethics and goals and, and morals? And if it is, go after it and don't let anybody tell you that you can't do it. You find a passion that you wake up in the morning and that's what you think about. That's how you know that that's your passion. So, and you know, so here's the thing. So you wake up and you, you say to yourself, when do I want to this goal by? So if it's 2015 in September, write that down and then do what it takes each and every day, step by step to attain that. Find your goal, a date, and work backwards from that goal. And then when you, if you're not sure what your passion is, kind of look at, you know, some of the things you've done in your life, what's made you most happy. If you know, you know, what your passion is, then you just have to go after it. And, and don't be afraid, you know, of creating success. A lot of people in this world are actually almost afraid to attain a certain success in whatever their passion is. So you just have to go out and do it. And it's not always easy, but most successes, just bear in mind, have some form of failure attached to it. You have to go over those stepping stones and you have to go through failure to be able to get to that success. So never let it deter you. Your passion is meant to put you through trials and tribulations. You just have to go through those, you know, cobblestones to get to the end result. But in the end, it may even be, in fact, be a bigger passion for you because you you know how much it meant to you and you know the reason why you went through those failures and went through those stepping stones to get where you are. So, you know, and then as, as you go over time, eventually you learn that all the trials and tribulations that you've gone through, you'll, you'll easily, you'll more easily be able to, you know, work through those problems in the future and be able to help other people work through them as well. So just stay after it, stay focused, stay true to your passion, and never ever quit. Winners never quit. Thank you guys. Talk to you later. Ooh. <laughs> she apologized for the poor audio. She, there was a lot of commotion around her. She texted me afterward and said, ha ha, sounds like I was running on a treadmill in the middle of a carnival. But that's okay, Kasara. We love you. And we loved your, your wonderful advice, too. But There's so many good things in there. Why don't you so, go and tell so me which one you liked? Um, I, I like the, the end that she said winners never, what'd she say, give up? That's I mean, right. They, they never give up. And I, I like the part where she said your passion is what you think about when you first wake I up. Know. That's really good. That's really good. So Maybe, really, and really. If you don't know what that is, start wondering. Yeah, start wondering. What uh, that go, is. Start wondering. And remember that you're the creator of your own life. And you can know what your passion is because you can choose it. And listen to your own voice. Don't let people detour you. Don't let people pressure you. Don't let people tell you, well, you can't make money at that. Did you know that you can make money at just about anything if you spend enough time at it? You know, you spend 10,000 hours on something, you'll become an expert. And there are people out there who will take and make use of whatever it is you have to offer if you become a skilled craftsperson. It's the build it and they will come. That's right. You build it and they will come, like Field of Dreams. Everybody thought he was crazy, right? I know. But he was following his intuition, and he built something beautiful to him that made sense to him. And then it made sense to people outside. It's going to make sense to them later. You're the visionary of your own life. I mean, think about that. Oh, you're the visionary of your own life. Don't worry about being a visionary for others. 
Be the visionary of your own life. You're the architect of your own life. Right. So take what it and you're, is. And you're going to build a lot of buildings. Yeah, you're going to build lots of things. And, and you may you may scrap some of them. Architects hey, might, are ashamed might. of a lot of the buildings they built. I, I write stuff and I, I look know. at it and you know what? Look, my stuff is just quoted all over Hell's Creation. Right. And sometimes I'll see something that's. It gets picked up in newspapers and things that syndicated, and, like a and I'll deep just, gulp, like, I'll just oh. be like, oh, I can I, I even say, I said some, I said the other day, I can't remember, I said who wrote that? That was the <laughs> stupidest thing, and Jenny said you wrote it. And I'm like, oh, man, gosh, no, I but can't. I see even like simple reminders. Yeah. When we first started. Yeah. And I see them in circulation on people's oh, pages, and yeah, I'm like, right, oh, right, wait. I mean, that was before as the, the logo. Craft has, as the craft has gotten yeah. more refined, become more refined. And I'm like, oh, God. So listen. But, you know, it's, so it's, it's always an evolving process. It's an evolving process. And when we say it, we mean you. You <laughs> yes. are a work under construction. You will discover yourself. You will unfold. You know? When something... When and a there's little, no time pressure. There's no... It's a... People always feel like when you're 28, it's the end of the world. Well, I think it's because you're about to have kids. Yeah. You have the white picket fence. It's Maybe actual just, societal pressure. Yeah. It's, it's the pressure of the society that wants you to become a cog or a component of the society to go and get the mortgage and, right. and pay it until you die and... You know, there's and a lot of... And maybe you have student loans. Student loans. There's a lot of societal pressure to get on the track, to get on the track yeah. that has been placed before you. And if you're not on the track, people wonder what's wrong with you. The people who are on the track, they wonder what's wrong with you. Why isn't he married? Why isn't he... What's he going to do? I don't know what he's going to do. He needs to make up his mind. You know, because it's like life's going to be over at 30. It's a lie. So it has just begun. It hasn't even begun. <laughs> It hasn't oh even started. Gosh. There's a new chapter. And then after that right. chapter, there's another chapter. Right. And the, so there's no pressure. So there anytime, no pressure. anytime someone comes to you with a pressure, just tell yourself, it's a lie. Right. Say, say to yourself, there is no pressure. And then relax. Just and then relax. Stay away from that person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't, just don't believe it. Whether you stay away or not, don't believe the lie. Okay. Yeah. The pressure is an illusion. Everything is fine. And everything is going to be fine. And, f and hang out with more people that are following their passion. And hang out with people who, instead of telling you, you need to decide what you're going to do and your life's going to be gonna over. How are you going to make money at you that? Know, instead, hang out with people who are going to tell yeah, you that's awesome. everything's fine and everything's going to be just fine. That's cool you're into bees. Yeah, that's cool that you're into bees or making beads or taking pictures. You think that's great. That's interesting. You're interesting. <laughs> and everything's going to be fine. So that's it. That's it for this show. Yeah, for Meow Meow Radio, please do send us your questions, comments, ideas, suggestions, whatever it is you'd like to communicate to us or to our audience to 310-564-6406. And um, thank you so much for all of the friendship and for the love on Simple Reminders and for the participation no, in the show. And we're happy to have you in our lives. Hey. And we're going to be back next Friday as well. Oh, Jenny, <laughs> Jenny says we're going to be back. We'll, we'll see if we can have that much structure. And just remember, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. It's and, fine. And be the party. Be the party. <laughs> <laughs> and you're wealthy. Yes, you, you are. You are just overflowing with the abundance of value. Your you soul has intrinsic value. Your yeah. soul has value. You're Everything awesome. you see in the world was built on the intrinsic value of people that they already had. And you have it too.
Oh, thank you, Brian. Thank you, Jenny.